Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to the Q's Militia podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. What's up, Cuse Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Cuse Militia podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, as always, please share it. The universal handle for the socials is at Cuse Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the first Syracuse sports podcast, giving you the fans a voice. So welcome back. It is time to preview the Western Michigan Broncos. Some familiar faces, a lot of familiar players come back to the Dome this time around, and so we are going to talk about all that fun stuff, but of course, first, we're got, we got to open up the show about talking about the good folks at my bookie. You know it, Joe. Don't act like you don't know. Where is this thing at? Hey, you know what? If y'all have ever sat there, you get, you get sick and tired of picking the right winners all the time and not putting any money on it, Joe. How about you? Do you? You ever get sick of doing that? Not lately. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? So, uh, if you would, or if you are sick of doing that, and you would like to, and you would like to put some money down, uh, I recommend you go over to my bookie. If you know what betting online is all about, then you know what to expect. If you don't know, go ahead and research and see if it's right for you. It's not for everybody, but here's the deal: if you do decide to go with my bookie. They are doubling your first deposit right now. So do the smart thing. Uh, if you're going to bet on football this season, bet with my bookie. Now, if you really stink, uh, you can also change your bet after kickoff. So if by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always switch it to the other side. No one's doing that, folks. No one other than my bookie. So um, you can do that. You can also do this. If you're the kind of guy or gal that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try the parlay. If your picks come through, You'll multiply your winnings, and no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of year. Join now, as I mentioned, and my bookie will double your first deposit. Use the promo code CHAIR to activate that offer. That's promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R, CHAIR. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Also, here's another thing. Um, it's always hard to introduce this one. I don't never know how to transition here, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Joe, if you want to do the reads, feel free. Crickets. Proceed. <laughs> if you guys, you want to increase your performance, get the extra confidence in bed, listen up. It's BlueChew.com. It's blue like the color. And uh, BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. So you know it works. You can take it anytime, day or night, on a full or empty stomach. And since they're chewable... They work twice as fast as the pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from extra fun- function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is a fast and easy way to enhance your performance. It just takes about 30 seconds online, and you can get, right now, you can get six pills for five bucks. Uh, you use the promo code armchair for that. Um, that's a special deal to our listeners right now. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free, as I mentioned 
six pills, five bucks. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy line, and best of all, no awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than the pharmacy. Again, that's BlueChew.com. Use the promo code armchair to try it for free. Six pills, five bucks. And, um, yeah, don't pay for the pills, pay for the shipping. Blue Chew is better, cheaper, faster, and we want to thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Remember, guys... Uh, promise promises no guaranteed results and it does not cure disease okay don't be stupid <laughs> all right joe so here we go yeah the two in one western michigan broncos coming to the dome this saturday it's set mm-hmm. to kick off at noon right if i'm not mistaken Win- yes, sir. wins against georgia state most recently in monmouth and a loss to michigan state head coach tim lester he's going to come back to the dome again where he spent some time as offensive coordinator under coach schaefer um, he's also the man responsible for Eric Dungey, if we remember right. A couple other guys too, right? Yep. Um, so, and that are still there. So, uh, one thing of note, I think the biggest thing of note, personnel change, uh, Dwayne Eskridge was wide receiver last year. He caught six passes for 198 yards and two touchdowns. Um, his longest of the day against, against, us, us. Last year, against us last year. Uh, yep. his longest of the day was 84 yards. So, um, you know, actually, uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, well, what they're going to do with him is they are going to swap him, put him on the other side of the ball, and yeah, and they're going to put him at cornerback. Yeah, and he'll probably pay, play both sides. But here's the thing: he has only caught one pass so far this year for um, twenty yards, yeah, and for twenty yards. They haven't needed him in two of the games, so yeah, that's right. So I guess they're they're filling a hole, obviously, with in cornerback, and this guy's versatile enough to play both sides of the ball, and right. he's dangerous. He he did he finished with eight receptions for two hundred and forty yards and two touchdowns against us. But if I if I if I if I remember right from reading up on this, he only scored he scored two touchdowns against us, but only three for the season. Right. So and he finished with like seven hundred and something yards. It was under eight hundred. But um, and here's the here's another big thing too. Uh, the returning 17 starters between offense yeah. and defense and special teams. So, uh, yeah, I no, mean, they it, definitely have a lot of guys returning. They, especially offensive line, I think they're all returning. I think their whole offense line is filled with like four and five year guys. Um, John Wasink is a fifth year senior quarterback. Um, I believe so is their running back Javante Bell, uh, Bellamy. So. And I think they have uh, two upperclassmen tight ends as well. Uh, if I can remember, um, I just with Eskridge, I feel like like you said, maybe it's one of those things where the coaches just see him as maybe a, a cornerback or a secondary player on defense in, this, in the then at the next level, and maybe they need more help on defense than they do offense. So yeah. again. And then, then again, we, they also have, I think, a graduate transfer from Rutgers uh, linebacker. I guess their linebackers are pretty experienced as well. So um, they got a lot of experience coming back, and they are definitely an explosive team. We saw that in the second half last year. Um, 28 points in one quarter, <clears throat> or in the third quarter. Yeah. So so they have some guys that are fast, and yeah, we're just going to have to protect our house like, you know. Like we thought I would, or like we should, you know. So like we did last year. Um, well, I think he's got a QB rating of 182. 
right now. Yeah. Which is well, I mean, I mean I, when you look at their their competition too, I know you know, they lost did, by thirty four in Michigan State. So I know. I know they put up a lot on on uh, Monmouth and Georgia State though. But I mean, you know, right. you're looking at you're looking at comparable. Somewhat comparable. Uh, yeah, but I think also a difference is going to be the fact from last year. I think a lot of people are worried about this game, and there's been some places where they people flat out just think. I think ESPN flat out. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Thinks that, like matchup predictor, thinks that uh, that Western Michigan is going to win straight up. Um, I think they the, the country's seen our struggles, but I mean, looking at who we've played against compared to who they played against, we've already played. We played at Maryland and Clemson at home. Yeah. So you know, um, that's a lot tougher schedule than them that they've played so far so uh they got to come to our house and last year we played them the first game of the season and we talked about um uh in length last year and a little bit this year in the offseason and stuff about how it took a couple games for our linebacking crew and our and our defense uh to come together last year and i think that we're in a way better spot now week four this year with our defense than we were last year when we played them. So I do think that Western Michigan is going to see a different defense than they saw last year. Um, and really it's just all about the offense. And I think we're all just waiting for it to happen. Yeah. It's kind of just the growing pains. When, when is it going to stop? You know, their offense too, against the game, when the games they did win, I mean, I know it's, I know you can say this, that or the other, but they did really good. They scored points and, um, I think uh, Wasink he comes in with 186 or 166 yards and seven touchdowns, three games. And uh, Levante Bellamy comes in with. Uh, you said 166. What did I say? I Eight, thought you said 100. Was it? Did I say 100? 866. Oh, okay. Eight hundred. Eight hundred and sixty-six. Um, and seven TDs. And then uh, right. Levante Bellamy comes in with 289 yards and four touchdowns. So. Um, one one of those was seventy three yards though. Oh yeah, I think that definitely. I mean, their offense is good, and our defense definitely has. So the, the matchup is obviously our offense versus their defense, and I don't know. I think so. Yeah, they, they have an inexperienced off um, defensive line that I hope hopefully we can take advantage of and, and run. They um, that's the one thing that I think that they're they have been ran on this year um and i think that's the one thing that we can take advantage of an attack and i'd like to see so that we don't put it all on tommy and again 
a lot of people have to look at like game flow the last two games. Um, what our offense has been, I mean, you have to look Clemson's just a completely different beast. Maryland, we were down so fast that, you know, so we, there's things that just wasn't going to work against Clemson just based off talent. And then there was things we just couldn't run and get going based upon the score against Maryland. So, um, hopefully we can get in a situation where it's a normal kind of game type flow and, we can actually get the run game going and actually work some things that we haven't been able to do uh, the past couple of weeks. Well, they, um, they, they, we want a game where we don't have to abandon our original game plan. Right. Uh, if right. you got to go and start to make a bunch of adjustments, all of a sudden it's putting us back in a hole. And Right. I, I mean, then there's a lots of little things, you know, I mean, and there's an article today on Syracuse.com where Stephen Bailey, uh, he broke down every single drop back that uh, DeVito had. I mean, he was rushed or he was hurried like over 20 times. Like he had like how much time he had and everything. I think for the whole game, it was something like 2.4 or 2.6 or something seconds. He had like a lot like in the pocket, you know, and um, that's just not going to do it against Clemson, especially when Clemson's got the superior athletes in the secondary that can cover for two and a half seconds. So, um, you know, a guy can be open at two and a half seconds, three seconds, but if, the quarterback's running for his life and not looking downfield. It doesn't matter. So again, there's a lot of things we need. We know we need to shore up. Um, and hopefully this week we can take a step toward that. Um, but again, if we come out flat, then they, this team could definitely bite us for sure. Oh yeah. And it's another one of those deals where you don't want to underestimate someone. I don't think, I don't think we're in a position to underestimate anybody right now, but no. Well, you got to be able to keep the faith, man. And that's yeah. why, I mean, I just implore, yeah. like, just the fans, just keep the faith. Go to the game. And it's a nice, easy, early game. Yeah, nice, easy, early game on a Saturday. And according to Inside the Loud House, um, VividSeats.com says that there are hundreds of tickets priced under 10 bucks. some of them oh. low as low as 6 bucks. Come on. Now, you've got... You've got um, your service fees and all that stuff. But if you want right. cheap tickets to the Western Michigan game, go to vividseats.com and see what they got. See what they, Oh yeah. You know? Check out. Yeah. You check out the internet, see what they got. I mean, you can get those type of tickets. Uh, you know, sometimes you can get, you know, some, some block tickets, Groupon, stuff like that. You can get them a lot cheaper like that. So, um, seems like a good game where you'd be able to get some cheap tickets instead of going to the door and buying them. And, you know, Good, good, good game to maybe bring your kids. Cheap tickets, you know. Go out and just have a nice little afternoon for it. You know, uh, we need to have the fans in there. And like Tim Lester said, I listened to his um, his uh, pregame interview that he had, and he taught. He said something like, you know, just being there and, and knowing that place. Just it's going to be hot, and you you got to have a hydration plan. And he also said that anything over twenty thousand, and it can get deafening if the fans are engaged. Yeah. So, you know, and, and I pray, I mean, I hope it's not something where it's a situation where it goes from a sellout to under 20,000. I pray. So I just hope that people go out there. And if you don't have season tickets or tickets yet, you can definitely get some cheap ones out there. You know, I, I don't think I don't think it will. But, you know, I'm never surprised. I'm never surprised by certain things either. I just. <sighs> the ups and downs of being a Syracuse fan, like I get it. I get it. It's been my mm-hmm. whole. It's been my whole life, <laughs> 40, yeah. 40 years. I've probably been. I've probably known about Syracuse sports since I was six or eight. So, 
30 something and the ups and downs of being a Syracuse fan is it's tough. It's tough. And I'll be honest with you, man. When we lived there, we, I, my wife did her undergrad at SU. We got student tickets. We weren't there all the time, you know, and that was the late nineties. That was Donovan McNabb, you know? So I know how it is, yeah. but take it from someone who lives out of town now. Uh, I, w- I would never, if I ever moved back, I would not take it for granted living in Syracuse oh, and being definitely not. and being able to go to those games. I would probably have season tickets to both if I could. Yep. And, um, you know, I'm not, pre- I'm, I'm not like trying to stand up on a soapbox either guys. I'm just saying, no. um, you know, this could be a good rebound game and to just show the team that, that we're there for them. So yeah, any- anyway, well, yeah, right. That's definitely, that's, yeah, that's it. And I mean, another thing to look at too, that I'm hoping can kind of, what I'm hoping we can come out and kind of just punch them in the mouth and come out very, very motivated. Uh, we've had an early game so far this year. It was a road game. Um, they Western Michigan hasn't played a game earlier than 7 p.m. this whole season so far. So, well, What do you think that does? Well, I just, I mean, different times. I mean, some. I don't know if it changes – sleep schedule but it definitely changes team schedule on game day and stuff like that yeah, well, so if you're, especially if you're traveling right so you're talking about traveling i think it's a time zone change i mean it's only an hour albeit but still and uh sometimes different times of the day are just something that you have to get used to as far as playing it's just one of those weird things where some to some people and players it doesn't matter and others it does and um we're not going to know the effects of it till it starts, but I hope that that's something that we can do is possibly they come out flat because it's early. Um, and again, like some people might think it's a reach, but it does happen. You know, there's a reason why people talk about the West coast teams in the NFL and you're talking professionals going over and playing because of the time difference. And I think yeah, the Raiders are notorious for losing going from the West coast to the East coast. <laughs> right. And they talk about that all the time and how it's a difficult trip and obviously losing three hours and stuff, but also it's the different time that they play. So, um, this team just, they haven't played any time other than seven, not even a three thirty. So you're talking, that's a seven hour difference and something that they are going to have to, I mean, just adapt to, and who knows how, how they're going to. So it's just another little nugget to throw in there and look at. Um, I'm just hoping that usually if it is going to affect them, it's going to affect them early. They're going to come out flat and hopefully we can come out and just get some good scoring drives, maybe keep our defense um, off the field in the first quarter and get some decent drives and then be able to finish them off. If, you know, if it's, we can start, if we can not, if we don't have to start out with a three and out, that would be a that would be a a big plus, right? I feel like that's like what we've seen, but right. Um, and I just, I mean, I feel like this is, and we've talked about this before. We do it in basketball and we do it in football sometimes as we go through, and it's a game by game scenario and how how it changes, how the situation changes uh, week to week. Um, uh, we might be looking at one of the first must wins. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying must win as far as being able to go to a bowl game, but as far as being able to to being looked at as actually a respectable opponent. To not be made a laughing stock, it's kind of a must win. Yeah, Because at the end of the day, we can take care of business, Western Michigan, take care of business, Holy Cross, take that bye week and be ready for NC State and go to NC State on a Thursday night and punch them in the mouth and win. And now we're winning back faith. We're winning back people in the national audience and it's that it's that it's that four to six week bumper that uh, coach was talking about having these guys settle down and really get right. into a rhythm. So I mean, right. that's and huge, it's just, huge it's, for that. 
Right. And if they can do it this week and then do it again and then another week, it'll be a momentum. We'll be three and two. It'll be going. It'll Confidence. be a big thing again. Yeah. It'll be a nationally televised game yeah. on a Thursday night and it'll be a different kind of thing. Right. If we lose this week, then it's going to be all oh, we're horrible. Da, 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 da. Then we're going to go to Holy Cross and then we're going to have to worry about attendance and fan faith and everything else. And we'll beat Holy Cross because they're a D1 AA school. And then no matter what we do, everyone's just going to say, oh, well, it was Holy Cross. Let's see next week. And it's just going to be a miserable next month. Yeah. If this is what. Ha- so that's why I say it's not a must win based upon. But it's as far as fans and faith and just the whether it's going to be a pessimist pessimistic or optimistic outlook for the next three to four weeks as far as a fan and our show and just is talking about it uh it's a must win it's tough to it's tough to do podcasts sometimes when when you're losing a lot oh yeah we've done it we've we've done it and we're gonna and and the thing is is you could justify everything up till now and then if this happens then you're talking about a different question and now you're talking about having to justify everything that happens at holy cross and then a whole bye week of just questioning and What's going to happen? And honestly, like, I don't want all that noise for the next three weeks. I, so. I don't either. It's a complete distraction. It's a distraction to the fans. It's a distraction to, to people showing up. It's a distraction to the team and the players. Right. So, so at the end of the day, you, you know, it's home. This is your house. Like yeah. the culture that they build, we've seen everything with a lot of million, everything. And this is our house. We were six and zero last year. Clemson, different beast, but that doesn't mean that you can't, you can't protect it from the rest. And for the rest of the year, going defeated at home and that's the mentality and the culture that they've set there. I mean, you saw him kneeling at the ass. I don't know if you saw that at yeah. the end, but Babers had everyone yeah, come out and everyone had out. to be kneeling in the ass. There was no one out in the field and there was a whole thing about, did you know what started is, that? Do you know how I, th- I believe this is what I read, how that started. Did you hear, did you read it? I saw it on no, the, 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 there was only a couple players that stayed out for the fight song to be played at the end of the game. And it was Tommy DeVito oh. There's a couple older guys. There's Tommy DeVito and, and um, man, I, I can't remember, but I know he was out there. It's stuck in my head. Um, um, oh, gosh, who else was out there? But everyone else went in, right? But everybody and else then... went into the locker room, okay? And the band still played. Dino Babers went in the locker room. He grabbed every, I don't know what was said in there, what happened, but they ended coming back out, and, and Dino told the band, he said, play it again. And look, they went out to the S, and he said what he said. We'll never know. But it's all about th- th- that team building, that family, the, the family building and, and showing, you know, the band stayed and played the song, man. Yeah. You know, it's all about, you know, it sucks. Sucks losing, but you lose together. You sit there and you, 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 you sway to the fight song. You do what you got to do. He brought him out to that S. He said, look, this is our spot. This is our home. This is the deal. Who, I would love to know what he said. Oh, no, God, fly on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, there was no wall, but you know what I mean. <laughs> right, fly on the dome. Uh, but uh, speaking of the dome, it's going to be like 82, and, and it's abnormally warm for, you know, mid to late September coming into. Mm. I don't know. We're notorious for those, you know, pretty hot afternoons in the fall yeah, and every I know, now and again. I so. know. For, like, so like 46% of our audience is like in the Syracuse area or in New York, I should say. So yeah. I'm not telling y'all anything, but you know, that'll be good. That'll be good for to heat up that dome. And the more, more people that are in there, the warmer it gets too. So anyway. Yeah. Um, well, again, it's one of those things where it was just obvious as we've seen up to this point and everything that was talked about with some of the press conferences and everything I heard, um, we were hyped up whether yeah. it was basically last year, media, 
Uh, and this Clemson game was meant to be the the stepping stone to go into the next step and actually winning the ACC or going to a better bowl. And I feel like what Kirk Herbstreit said last year, last week on college game day and even during the telecast about how he thinks that Syracuse was overlooking everything and just looking at that and circling that. And I think that that kind of came up in that whole mentality and attitude and everything and hype bit us for the first three weeks. And I think that we just got to just get that funk out and figure out who we are on offense. Like what Paul said in one of his articles over there and inside the lot house, you know, uh, it just seems like we we're trying to still figure out this offenses and this team's identity. You know, uh, he figured out what was good with Dungy and what worked. And that's what we have to figure out with DeVito. And I think it's just taking a little bit longer because of the offensive line taking longer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, just a work in progress and we're just seeing it real, real time. And it, it, it doesn't help that some of the, some of the hype that we went through. And I think, I think coach really tried to tape that down, especially in training camp. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. we just ignored it. <laughs> right? right. To some extent. Right. So, and like I said, the last two, two games, it was a weird situation because it was circumstances where Maryland just got up on us so fast. And then if you're playing against a powerhouse. It quite possibly has the best chance of winning the national championship again. Like, those are just crazy circumstances, you know what I mean? It's just we got to get the ball and we got to figure out what works. And if our offensive line isn't going to be able to give Tommy time, then we're going to have to just, you know, nickel and dime him to death, short routes and being able to run the ball and then maybe hopefully hooking up and getting some play action. But throwing it all the time and having to drop back that many times to try to play with the other team, it's just not going to work. So between the offense, the line, and the quarterback and the receivers, and even – the play callers on offense, as far as offensive coordinator, they're still all trying to figure out what this offense is and, and what it can do. And it's kind of crappy that it took this long, but at the end of the day, every, anything that's happened right now, it hasn't. It's not. It's not lost. Season isn't lost. We turn it around and get right back to where we were last year. Yeah, absolutely. Which brings us to this, Joe. You know what time it is, buddy. It, mm-hmm. it, it is. It is. Look, you got a rebound. Game time. You, you, you got a rebound, brother. You got a rebound. So my bookie, of course, you know the deal. My bookie is going to double your first deposit. And uh, all you got to do is use promo code chair to activate that offer. Promo code chair at mybookie.ag. Visit it today. You play, you win, you get paid. So here's the deal. Western Michigan Michigan is getting six. Joe, it's up to yeah. it opened up probably a little bit less than that, I think. But um that's a good trend. Yeah, I don't I really know where it opened. Uh, I, 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 I don't even want to say because I, I don't know. So <laughs> I, have, I have a guess because I think I heard it, but I'm not sure. So I don't want to bother. So, all right. Plus six for Western Michigan, Joe. Uh, how do you see it? You're, 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 you're also uh, one and two right now. I'm just going to. Yeah, I got, it. I got you. I got <laughs> you. So is Syracuse, right? <laughs> well, that's yeah. uh that's so. a oddly. That's, I, that's very ironic, trend, huh? huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm a homer, and it, you know it's easy too because. But you get I, the points sometimes. You can go yeah, off a little bit, I you know. But I, like you said, I don't bet anyway, so it's easy to pick something when you know you didn't have money on it. True. Maybe we should make you put money on them from now on. Oh God, don't make me put money on it. <laughs> a lot of times, I just pick what I want to see anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Well, that's true. Exactly. I mean, this week it doesn't matter how we win. A win is a win. Um, but right. again, 
I just yeah, I fully expect up. them to to learn. I mean, you play against Clemson third week, uh, and yes, it's unfortunate because we're not far, as far along as them, and we have a lot more question marks as they do. But at the end of the day, I think that 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 tape and this practice and being this week of practice and looking at that tape, I think um, playing them this early is worth it. Uh, and I think that we're going to see why on Saturday. And again, I do think that them playing their first noon game or early game um, is going to be a little bit significant. I mean, it'd be different if they played a three thirty game once this year or whatever, but uh, I mean, it's seven o'clock. I mean, the sun's pretty much been going down every time that they play. So, yeah, um, I think between that and between, you know, what we talked about with them first time at home, going back out, playing the song again, going down to the yes. I think there were some words probably in the locker room before, during and after that, that um, is going to resonate with these kids. And based upon the culture and everything, um, I expect fully to not come out and slaughter them, but I do, I do believe that we are going to beat them pretty handily. So Joe picks teenish teenish joe picks syracuse to 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 clear the spread that's good um okay so uh, sorry i I don't like making predictions and it's not my it's not really my forte i mean i I enjoy doing the i mean what do you think i i here's where i am i just don't know what we just talked about it and it's the exact feel that i have it's like i don't know what this team is i i don't know right i don't know can we crush them maybe i don't know can they beat us you know what maybe I, right. I have no idea. I, I just seen, think I'm, I'm along the lines of our defense is better than oh, what they saw last year. Absolutely. I'm sure they're, and absolutely. I'm sure their offense is a little bit better as well. But yeah. if we come out and we play with the intensity that we did last week is, then, or Liberty, then I think that we will be okay. We don't know if McKinley Williams is coming back or not. It's looking less and less like it's probably not, but, um, Again, I think that's one of those situations where we need to look at it and say we need McKinley Williams and Sam Heckle for oh ACC. ACC but we need them, but we need them for ACC play. And this game might be too early to, to risk to yeah. risk further injury. You know right. what I'm saying? I mean, it comes down to you know Wasink. You know, I mean that's a he's a good quarterback, dude. He was a good quarterback last year. He's fifth year now. Uh, right. You know, we, no, I get it. We tamped down Josh it. Jackson too, and Josh Jackson freaking shredded us. Yeah, I'm not so, saying I, one I know, way or another that. But that's my point, though, is I don't know. I haven't seen, you know, <clears throat> other than Liberty, which I'm not, I'm going to discount Liberty. I mean, their coach was laid up in a bed, right. in a hospital bed. No, yep. You know, I, I haven't know. seen. I haven't seen. Like I can't, but I can't imagine he, he's going to do what Trevor Lawrence did. Oh, I absolutely and Trevor, not. And Trevor Lawrence threw two interceptions. Like I yeah. said, we have no, a different I secondary. Think, I, I think our linebackers right now are way more far along than what our linebackers were last year with the first game of the season. So, yeah. and same thing with our defensive line, minus Chris Layton. So, yeah, I think it's going to be yeah. scoring on them, man. It's going to be scoring on them. Yeah. I think our defense is going to, like I said, I think our defense is <laughs> minus Maryland now because you really can't say it. But I think our defense well, is going to keep at. us in problem. every single game. Right. Well, that's 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 kind of where my problem lies. But um, there wasn't a lot of game plan off of there either. So I mean, we can come. I can play devil's advocate both ways. What do you mean? For the Maryland game, right? There wasn't. Well, a ton, I mean, there wasn't. A ton you don't. Of you didn't really know what 
we they were going to do. Yeah. Like there was no, <laughs> there was, there was right. no, not a ton of tape to go over or anything like that. Right. They kind of had, I'm to saying mix. Bar, barring having tape and having a week of preparation to be able to prepare for what a coach has actually seen from another, from our opponent this season, then I'm fully, fully confident that we are going to be able to put our team in a position to win. Yeah. It's all, right. all about well, the growth of the offense. We all know yeah. this. And it's a good, these next two games, these next three weeks, is going right. to be all about the growth of the offense. So, with that said, Joe, that's it. Um, yep. uh, I would like to thank all. We were going to open up the phones. I was thinking about it, but um, to do predictions, maybe next time. We'll see. Uh, so, anyway, uh, thank you to Blue Chew. Thank you to my bookie. Thank you to all of you for listening. For Jeez. Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe.